I think the uh, the MPM lady, that's the third time she's seen me today, so she's like, this asshole again. But each time, like, because the first time I had my jacket, the second time I had my sweatshirt, now I'm in a t-shirt. She's like, what the fuck is happening? Very slow strip tease, my <laughs> yeah, girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Coming back in my underwear. Ex- well, I was going to say, she's expecting another visit. <laughs> you got to go back without a shirt on. I'm, I'm you not, have to now. Not going to. Nope. <laughs> I've seen enough shit in Seattle this last uh, several months where that's just a recipe for something. We went down the rivers, we crossed the plains, over the mountains, we fought in streams. We went west. We trapped, we mined, we carved our names. With guns and axes, we sought our fame. Our destiny was manifest. May God help those who stood in the way of Progress and the USA. So, welcome back to How the West is Fucked. How the West was fucked. When we last left the Corps of Discovery, they had just entered the Dakotas, I think. Which are mm-hmm. which are real. Yeah. Well, everybody knows that South Dakota is, but, you mm-hmm. know. And then uh, we're going to, what, the Mandan Village is, yeah? Yes, sir. Outstanding. So, later off with your uh, Comic Sans. And lovely NPR voice. Yeah. He did the thing before you did the thing. Well, even before they got there, the Mandan villages were a hub for trading activity. Because they were, what kind of villages? Uh, Mandan. Well, yeah, but differing from a lot of tribes in that area, they... Were sedentary. That's it! Yeah, they were built out of like dirt and logs and stuff, so they didn't move. Oh, sure, sure, sure. And they were next to a river, which makes it, you know... That's why yeah. major cities... Cool, we're going to plunk down here and just stay. Well, and also they would grow crops and stuff. I mean, they'd go out hunting and stuff, but they'd grow crops and stuff, which a lot of the nomadic tribes wouldn't be able to do because they're moving. Maybe you want squash. Maybe you need, you need a little fiber in your life, you know? Why so you the go, fuck you, would you ever want squash, so you, so you go talk to the Mandans and say, hey, I got all this, like, Knife River Flint and Buffalo Humps and shit. You got some of that sweet, sweet squash action for me? <laughs> Gord! <laughs> <laughs> So there are two villages, one led by Big White, the other by Black Cat on the Knife River there, and then three Hadatsa villages past the Hart River. Oh, we, we, Will and I know the Hart, well, especially I, I grew yes. up next to the Hart fucking river. They also had abandoned villages there, decimated by smallpox again. Yeah, yeah, generally once that happens, you don't want to move back in with a... Man, ghost towns have been around for a long time. Oh, shocking. Uh, October 26th, they set up camp just below the first village. That's four to 5,000 Indians in five villages, so that's pretty good. Yeah. It's, I don't know, almost like a major city mm-hmm. in the Midwest in a time where Europeans didn't consider that there were cities. Shocking. Shocking. <laughs> uh, the Mandan were friendly, though. They had a council, and they looked for a place to build a fort for the winter, and they needed trees. And what and kind a lot of, of them. And what kind of trees they have on the Missouri bottoms there? Cottonwoods. Yeah, and how fun are those to cut even, even with a chainsaw? <laughs> yep. Yeah. So you're, I'm picturing, you know. You're eight, cutting a rock with a fucking eight, chainsaw, eight, basically? Eight, 1,800 saws and axes versus cottonwood. Oof. Oof. You got some angry teenagers on your hands Damn. at that point. It's like, 
the Woodhawks you have are yoked. Except for on this term, <laughs> like, there's no fucking Woodhawks. Everybody's a Woodhawk. You know, so, yeah. That's why every one of them are dead now. Mm-hmm. All of them. Also, span of time, but sure. If you ever cut wood or don't cut wood, you will be dead. Correct. Anyway. Uh, Lewis met with Hugh McCracken. He was a British trader from the Northwest Company who traveled 150 miles from the Assiniboine River to meet him. The British in Canada were the Mandan supplier of trade goods, so Jefferson's policy would make the U.S. the primary provider of trade goods in the area. Right. So they're trying to kick the British out already. Oh, shocking. So Fort Mandan went up directly across the river from the main Mandan village there. Now it's all washed away, of course. Right, but the site is up by, what, Washburn? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They mounted the swivel gun on the fort, which must have been intimidating. <laughs> yeah. Mm, here's my mini cannon. It's like choke on, choke on that. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's just a, a, three, a little, a uh, little bit bigger rifle, it's like two a little three foot, foot yeah. cannon <laughs> okay. made out of brass. I mean, you know, you know the the balls it shoots maybe about the size of a golf ball. Sure. But if you load it with the fucking grape shot, then it's a big fucking shotgun. Yeah. But, but you have one. Boom! Yeah. And I can't they, go anywhere. As long as they don't attack from the south, east, and north, we're good. Because <laughs> uh, The walls were 18 foot high, though. Yeah. Uh, November 4th, Clark recorded that Toussaint Charbonneau offered his help as translator. How do you spell that? Toussaint Charbonneau. Pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I like, like you can do some background about Toussaint Charbonneau. He could do it now if you want. He's a uh, he he he'd been around, you know. He'd been working for uh, I want to say the Northwest Company and fucking what's the other um, HBC HBC, but like he was not well liked because he didn't have a lot of company loyalty in the first place. He also uh, was a rapist who got stabbed by the I think grandmother of the woman that was being raped with an awl, <sighs> and his fellow guys were like, "Man, this isn't good." You know, Jesus Christ! When you're labeled as a rapist <laughs> in like 18, yeah, yeah. no, he didn't have a he, he didn't have a super good reputation already. Fuck, dude! I'm just like setting the stage for that. Uh, and then uh, who 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 did he come along with? Uh, his two wives were Shoshone Indians. They were teenagers. No. Who were Fuck. kidnapped by Hadatsa Raiders four years earlier at Jesus Three Forks. Jesus fucking Christ. And uh, the older of the two was named Otter Woman. And the uh, younger of the two was Bird Woman, who we know as. Oh. Uh, uh, Sakaguya? Yep. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What the fuck? And Charbonneau had won him in a bet with the warriors who captured him. The captains accepted Charbonneau, not for him, but for his wives. Yeah. You're like, oh, cool. You can speak French. We got a French-speaking guy. Uh, but these ladies speak Shoshone. And, you know, Shoshone are far further west. And they knew they were going to have to cross through that area. Mm-hmm. And it's going to, man, it's going to become so... Holy like a, shit, dude. Yeah. All right. So they selected one of the wives to go with them, which was Sakakawea. Even though everybody's yelling us for pronouncing it. Sakakawea. I that's, think. that's closer than Sakaka Joey. Yeah. But in well, North the, Dakota, we say Sakaka Because we have a giant fucking lake, kind of named after her, but spelled wrong and pronounced well, wrong. The, mm-hmm. the federal government has a fucking coin minted after her, and it's yeah. called Sakajawea, <sighs> which is 
as wrong as you can get. Yeah. But it's also like, uh, if you read the journal, they call her like Sakar Gawi, you know, like, because yeah. also they, once again, they spell like your four year old. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. My four year old can spell her own or name. Sometimes, so like, uh, sometimes they just call her Charbonneau. Well, they also spell Charbonneau weird. And they're like, yeah, Charbonneau is squar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, then we picked up our guide, Strawberry Shortcake. Yeah, yeah. Either way, she was 15 and pregnant at the time, mm-hmm. but no one was impressed by Charbonneau. He argued French pronunciations with Druyard. Uh, another visitor to the camp was Big White. He was fat and light-complected, and the Mandan were spe- suspected being part Welsh. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah we nothing. mentioned that in previous episode. Yep. Why Welsh, though, out of everything? Because you got to make something up because you're an idiot that knows nothing about <laughs> anything, so... So fucking weird. <laughs> so fucking weird. November 30th, a Mandan came to the fort reporting that Sue and Rees attacked five Mandan Well, and what are Rees? Once again, what are Rees? Arikaras. Yes. Sorry. Uh, they killed one and wounded two and stole nine horsies. That was dismaying news to Lewis, who was promoting peace along the way, because that was his speech as... Now we're your boss, and we're yeah, yeah. So you better peace with you better your neighbors. Cut out these shenanigans you've been doing oh for generations, because I said so. That is like the <laughs> fucking fascist fucking playbook, man. Where it's just like, hey, hey, we can have peace as long as you do everything that I, I fucking say, yeah. say. And as long as you trade with me and only me, and yep. let bygones be bygones with people that you've been fighting with forever yep and it's part of your culture sometimes to fight them and you know i know that we've never met and i know nothing about your culture yeah and also i don't give a fuck (laughs) and uh exactly stop it yeah cut it out roll up a newspaper (laughs) behave yourselves (laughs) so the captains acted at once clark took 21 soldiers across the frozen river to come to the aid of the mandans you get 21 soldiers and what do you get the Mandans weren't interested, though. The snow was too deep, and the yeah. Sioux had a, too much of a head start. Now nah, I'm good. And you guys have too much fucking syphilis, so fuck off. <laughs> they chastised the Americans for meddling in their affairs and uh, blamed them for making them think that they were safe. Hey, oh, all right. What a bunch of assholes, huh? <laughs> Jeez. It's almost like uh, they have a point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> December 7th, the buffalo were spotted, and the Corps killed 11 that day along with the Mandan. They ate the tongues and left the rest. Oh, of course. The fuck? Really? You have got all that fuck... Mm, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, never mind. You've done this many times. Uh, well, oh yes, Tony, we have. Uh, that night it got down to 45 below zero. Mm. And winter was still 13 days away. Mm. Welcome to North Dakota. Yes. Mm-hmm. Magical land Which I get to drive snow. back to in a scant couple of weeks. I fucking cannot wait. I'm literally going to be within, what, 50 miles of this. Cold <sighs> enough to freeze your dick. Yeah. Loud enough to knock you down. Burn out. Uh, are you going to do the thing where uh, another guy gets lashed? Are you going to do that thing with the fort? Um, well, I think I got it right here. Okay, cool. Maybe. Because if you miss it, I'm going to be pissed because this is the dumbest thing ever. Well, there's all dumb things, but, you know. One soldier was late, Thomas Howard. Is this right? Mm-hmm. And the gate was closed after dark. Right, because we don't open the gate after dark. So he scaled it and got in and rather it, than knocking. Yep, and guess who was watching and learned how to scale the fence? Oh, the... People they're trying the to trade with but also won't let into their fort after dark. Uh, 
<laughs> so basically, he got in 50, trouble. Yeah, he, 50 lashes. He got 50 lashes for, for sca- scaling for, the fence. For basically mm-hmm. proving that the fence is scalable. Yeah, for, for, showing, <laughs> for showing everyone that, like, like, hey, man, all I got to do is call Hey, me man, if you me. just jiggle the knob, like, yeah. she comes right open. <laughs> 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 the fuck sick i'm wasted i don't want i don't want them to know man well like realistically if they would have played their cards right they probably could have just moved in and stayed with the mandan and just hung out and be like kind of part of the group and shit yeah if you treat them like they're human beings because people were doing that all the time like trappers are down there and and in fact some of the core discovery on the way back that's what they chose to do is like i'm not going back to civil i'm saying with the fucking mandans they're awesome this is rad like this is this i want to live like fuck your shit in a chamber pot i'm gonna go eat buffalo meat and fucking hang out in earth lodge fuck yeah nope yeah but no no we got to build a fort to protect ourselves from the people that we want to stop yeah it's so goddamn just fucked. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Uh, mid-February, Jesus Clark Christ. took nine men out hunting. Uh, they killed more than they could carry, so Clark sent Juilliard out with three men to get the rest of it. Then they were set upon by 105 Sioux. I don't know how you count 105 Sioux, but they get away Because it was like probably like eight Sioux kids on horseback, and we yeah. had to inflate numbers. Yep. They get away with two slaves and, slays and two knives, not two... Two Yorks, but two sleighs, like sleighs, uh, yeah, like sleds. Mm-hmm. Say, say sled, sled. Maybe. sled. Well, a sleigh isn't sleigh usually like horse drawn, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's yeah, a sled a, is like it's a sled, or if you're British, it's a sledge. It's a sledge, a sledge, really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. You've never read the Lion, the Wish, and the Wardrobe? I don't read, dude. Oh yeah, I forgot. And when I do, it's Robert Heinlein and Isaac Asimov, and that's about it. Well, Narnia shits. Kind of like that, only with less space. Well, the Narnia shit was like, like a allegory for yes, fucking Bible. yes, I understand that, yeah. but I didn't know that when I was like seven. So right, I saw the the, the BBC show. Was it BBC? They they made a show out of it. They have made several. And the lion's fucking mouth just like slowly opens well, and closes. Like a, and it's like, hello, my name is Stephen, and I want to bring you to heaven. Blah, blah, blah. Well, it's, it's made like him him Jansen. Instead of Jim Henson, it's like the fucking Walmart Jim Henson yeah, yeah. Like style. Yeah. Oh, it's terrible. Well, they also made a cartoon of it, and there was major motion pictures of it. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. My parents tried to get me onto that fucking crappy show, and it just sucked. No, it was just... It ain't no good. It, it, was, re- it was required reading in, like, what, fourth, fifth grade? I don't know. Are you serious? Yeah. Separation of church and state, bitch. Oh, that's why they tried to hide it behind it's, a wardrobe. It's fucking North Dakota, yeah. also. So yeah. I never had to read it. You went to Catholic school though. Oh, and it's 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 Lutheran. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Jeez. Oh, for land sakes. It's magic. It's a magic wardrobe. There's a wooden sign in it, and it's snowing. And there's a form that I had tea with, and a witch, and the place is called Narnia. Come and see. The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, coming soon to BBC One. But the core got along famously with the Mandem, sharing their women. Yeah. The New Year's had a big celebration. Uh, January 3rd to 5th, the Mandem had dances. In one ceremony, younger men would present their wives to the older men, naked. The old men would take off with the wives and do the deed, and try again if they failed, because they're old men. Yeah. All this to make the buffalo come to them. There you go. 
Well, that's the thing is like we've also talked about other. Sorry, other... you said come and then yeah, uh, my know, brain because you're a fifth grader. <laughs> but like, uh, but we've also talked about other like uh, practices of the man dance, like the thing where like you do the like Sundance and you're ripping buffaloes, right. and then a couple of these probably same old men are like as you crawl out of the earth lodge, like after lopping being your fingers complete, off. Yeah, and they're shit. lopping yep. a couple of your fingers off. So. Yeah, they have some ceremonies that sound kind of fun. They have other ones that are a little more harsh. <laughs> sound less cool. <laughs> sure, for sure. I was I was imagining like wet t-shirt contests, and then you said the old men would show up, and I was like, what, are they going to jerk off on their shirts and make a wet t-shirt contest? Like, <sighs> okay. Oh, and then then they the ran fuck? off. Then they all ran off. Okay, never mind. Whatever. Uh, they believe the old men's hunting skills would be transferred to the women. Sexually transmitted hunting skills, once again. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Dude, that's a fucking band name. <laughs> <laughs> I'm cutting it out of the episode so we can have it for ourselves. <laughs> uh, Lewis also acted as doctor to the Mandan, taking off frostbit toes, and of course treating all the syphilis. Well, my thing oh, is, no. I figure like the old man that would chop off your fingers would pretty, probably be adept at taking off frostbit toes. Yeah, too. right. Like, it, it doesn't seem like that far of a leap. <laughs> uh, Apply directly to the frostbite toe. <laughs> February 11th, Lewis acted as doctor to Sakakawea's birth, mm-hmm. using a bit of little rattle from a rattlesnake to help induce birth. Yeah, they, well, that's the thing is, he didn't learn that from, he learned that from Otter Woman, I think, where they ground up a fucking rattle and like kind of made like rattlesnake rattle tea. Mm. And you know, oh, he didn't just shake it at her he, belly. He, well, then... he, he writes. He writes about it. It's mm-hmm. not like that was his idea because a he. Well, I suppose they have Eastern Diamondbacks, but like, no, I think he learned that from fucking Otter Woman. That would make sense. Hey, drink this rattlesnake tea. It'll make your baby come out better. And it worked. Yeah, or she just had a normal birth. Or she just and they, had a baby. They did a bunch of weird witchcraft shit. <laughs> sure. <laughs> cool. Either way, the baby was named Jean-Baptiste Charbonneau. Yep. But what's his nickname? Pompey. Yep. Little Pomp. Little Pompey. Little Pompey. And uh, when you drive past Billings, Montana, you've seen this thing. This, I guarantee you. Yeah, you didn't make it to Bismarck, but there's got Pompey's Pillar. Out, oh. out, out east of uh, Billings. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, you showed me that, yeah. And that's named after him. Oh, and it has uh, Clark put his initials in it, and they have it like framed on the side. It looks like a looks like a shitty Devil's Tower kind of. Yeah. So we we talked about that. I, I I didn't realize that's what it was named after. That's what it is. But we did talk about like them making graffiti on the rocks, yeah. and then Clark like did. they slap a fucking piece of glass on it, and like boom. Yep. But it, it's named American Heritage. It, it's named after John Baptiste. There you cool. go. Now you know. Knowing this half the battle. What's mm-hmm. the other half of the battle? Uh, war. Violence. Yeah, violence. Fucking <laughs> violence. <laughs> uh, at first, Charbonneau wanted to dictate his terms on the journey, not wanting to do any work. No, I do not want to do any work. I want to hang out with my 15-year-old wife and uh, <laughs> argue with the other French guy about how to speak French. <laughs> But Lewis called his bluff and told him to leave. This bluff is yours. <laughs> Four days later, he came crawling back and said he would do the work. Maybe Skakawea talked him into it, or maybe he came to his senses on maybe his Maybe Skakawea thought, these guys are nicer than my shitty husband that won me in a gambling bet and 
I, also, they're going to the direction of the people I was kidnapped from, so maybe I might actually meet my family mm-hmm. again someday. There you go. She might have had some ulterior motive. Sure. <laughs> like, hey, you lazy fuck. <laughs> Get your shit together. So Lewis will send back a huge written report. 108 botanical specimens, 68 mineral specimens. This one's a tumbleweed. This one's another tumbleweed. Here's a cool rock I found uh, shaped like a gun. Do you <laughs> like choke cherries? Probably not, but here they are. A skeleton of an antelope, mm. horns of two mule deer, and live I, animals too, the four magpies and the prairie dog you're talking about. Uh, uh, clarification, mule deer not, do not have horns. Oh, They have antlers. antlers. We, I learned this from this podcast, the difference. And the public school system, once again, has, has fa- failed, failed you greatly. <laughs> I went to Shelton High School, yes, absolutely. I am from a town smaller than Shelton in a state you were no, raised not by, Washington. You were raised by school teachers. Well, I also have killed a lot of deer and seen a lot of deer and killed a lot of things with horns and antlers, and I know mm-hmm. the difference. So, And have, uh, uh, you know... Mild autism. Yeah. And then you remember things better well, than I do. Well, I know. And also, I'm soy trash, so. <laughs> hey, we're all soy trash here. What, what about all the prairie dog murders, though? Well, I, well that, that, I, I guess. I'm not I'm not proud of it, but it was a thing. <laughs> I guess, you know what? Each one of us is 33.33333333333% soy trash. There you go. Because right. that, that fucker said 100%. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The Hadatsas told Lewis plenty of what lied ahead. Knowing the territory what, up what, to the mountains. What lay ahead. What lied ahead. They told him about the Great Falls of the Missouri there, at Great Falls. Yeah. I've seen greater. Mm. And yeah, three actually forks. you have, because they're barely falls. But, yeah. And uh, that's where Sikakawea was from, the Three Forks region. Yeah. April 7th, 1805, Lewis intended to send the keel boat back with the core... Corporal Warfington yep. and four privates, plus Reed and Newman, the two the, insolent the bastards. Guy, the guys that got kicked out of the army, but they still just kept him with. They'd still give him a ride home, basically. Warfington. All right, cool. So the keelboats. Warfington. Warfington. Going back, but they still have the pirogues, <laughs> and they're making good time, 25 miles a day. Mm. The white pirogue was the flagship of the fleet. The red one was a bit bigger. At least one captain would be in the boats, mostly Clark, and the wind was at their backs, and they made three miles per hour. Ooh, just blistering speed. Burning it. Gripping man. the wheel, his knuckles went white with, actually gripping the pole, his knuckles went white with desire. The speed of the pirogue moving up the Missouri like a slug from a, like a slug from your garden. <laughs> like, Over three miles an hour. Actually, exactly three miles an hour. This is white sunshine. (laughs) So a strong headwind would keep him in camp all day, though, doing repairs and making observations. I'm imagining the strong headwind. The strong headwind, and they're like trying to row against the wind. The boat's going nowhere, but like, don't stop. Keep going. We're all going to get off and start a fire, and we're going to cook you some food, but do not stop rowing. (laughs) Go, go. Go, go! Head against w- the wind. Headwind and the angry inching along. Yeah. And then, you know, <laughs> nightfall happens and then they just pull the boat to the side and, well, that was cool. Yep. Mm-hmm. Been looking at this same bush all day, but <laughs> from a different perspective. Uh, the first four days, they cover 93 miles. Not wow. bad. That's not bad. To the Little Missouri. Oh, yeah, the Little Muddy. In the there. process, they came to a great bend and turned west for the first time. 
I guess they would turn west before they got to uh, like, Missouri. As you're heading west, how do you turn west? You're heading west, and then you turn west. Okay. So now they're getting into <laughs> territory not seen by any honkies before, anyway. Uh, May 5th, Lewis saw his first gray wolf and marveled at the way they wore down the buffalo before attacking, taking turns chasing them. That's almost like they have a strategy, like they've done this before mm-hmm. for eons. April 29th, Lewis and a party of hunters brought in the first grizzly. Because they actually did teamwork, make the dream work, instead of like taking pot shots at it with your bullshit rifle and mm-hmm. then getting mauled. Lewis described it in great detail. He said the testicles were, quote, suspended in separate pouches from two to four inches and asunder. <laughs> trust me. Trust me. I checked. Science. <laughs> April 29th, Lewis wounded a bear that charged him for ADRs. Oh, is this the one where he had just had his pickaroon? Uh, we'll find out here. All right, I think so. Step back or I'm going to wound you. It was wounded enough for Lewis to reload and shoot it again. It wasn't full grown, but it was only 300 pounds. Uh, oh. Um, May 5th, Clark and Drulliard killed a grizzly that had five balls in his lungs. And... and- Okay, here's here's the thing. Five elsewhere before he swam to a sandbar and died there. Well, here, here's the thing. Notice just shitloads of grizzlies, and we're still in North Dakota. You know what yeah. North Dakota doesn't have a lot of these days? Grizzly bears? Grizzlies. And like uh, when, you know, when we did the Hugh Glass episode, where, where did that happen? Uh, uh, Montana? No. South Dakota. South Dakota, right. And it's Lemon, South Dakota. It's real close to the lake. So when they did the movie with Leonardo DiCaprio... Oh, they're in like a forest, it looks like, out on the Olympic Peninsula and shit. No, like grizzly bears are a fucking plains animal in a lot of cases. But nowadays, they're kind of relegated to like foresty shits. I mean, it's not like they weren't there before, but like, yeah. I'm just saying like people picture like, you know, does a bear shit in the woods? Well, the bear shits also shits on the prairie. It shits anywhere until, it lives. Until you extirpate it from its natural environment. It shits on the guy trying to steal its... Baby's it's milk. I think it's going to go make cheese out of that. I shit. think you also well, that, yeah, that and <laughs> I was just saying it shits out the guy yeah, that yeah, uh, yeah. fails to uh, fails to run away the fucking, or yeah, exactly. <laughs> anyway. Just saying, exactly grizzly cheese. Mm. Gross. Better than cougar cheese. I mean, fuck I'll, you. I'll, I'll try it, but like, fuck that company. It's going to be salty and warm. It's going to be like probably, Marlon Brando's fat in that probably fucking. With a, <laughs> oh, it's all salty and warm. Oh, why would I do this? Oh, this guy ate a lot of pork. April 25th, they made it to the junction of the Yellowstone. Uh, uh, that's what, uh, up by, uh, now currently Lake Chicago, where the Missouri, it's, it's up by there. I think it's by Sydney. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Skakawea also helped out by getting roots for them to eat. Because all meat diet was not healthy. Uh, low fat content meant they're always so hungry all the time. Better eat that prairie dog. Mm-hmm. At 5 p.m. May 11th, Private William Bratton came running to the boats. He had shot and wounded a bear and had charged him for a great distance. Lewis would take some men and go after this bear. They followed the blood trail and found a bear kill, in thick we, brush. We got to kill every bear, you know, every time. Uh, they shot him... In the head twice. Uh, Bratton's shot had got the bear through the lungs, but the bear still managed to chase him for nearly a mile. Yeah. 
Well, you know what? You know what you could have done? Don't shoot the bear, and then the bear probably won't attack you. Probably not. <laughs> uh, three days later, they saw another bear on the bank. Six men went, and four shot at the same time. All shots hit the bear, but the uh, bear was not dead and charged. The two extra men fired, and it didn't stop. Then the man ran to the river where some got in the pirogues. Some hid in the bush to reload. Uh, they hit the bear several more times, but that just let the bear know that where they were. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's, it's almost like the, the arms of the time are not up to the task of killing alpha predators. Dude. It's like Jurassic Park kind Dude, of. Dude, it's fucked. It's like, it's like uh, I've been playing a lot of Cyberpunk 2077, and it's like going up against the fucking of hard target in that shit. Or like... Uh, and as soon as you actually hit them, they're like, I, I know where the fuck you well, are now, like bitch. Fall, Fallout, it's your fucking death yeah, claws. Death claw, yeah. yeah, yeah. So the bear charges again. Two men threw their guns and dove 20 feet into the river. Here, take my gun! Take this and go away! I'm unarmed now. Uh, the bear jumped in after him. Yeah, fair catch. <laughs> he was about to reach one of the swimmers when a sol- soldier on shore shot him through the head, ending the bear... Uh, the bear was shot a total of eight times. Yeah. Somebody made it a nice drafty jacket out of that, I'm sure. That bear mm-hmm. that bear was on PCC. This is why we need to clean up America. We need P- to get the fucking drugs off on, the streets. On PCC? P- oh, PCC. Yeah, he's eating... Like tofu and shit? Tofu and shit, yeah. PCP. Yeah, that's the one. <sighs> My joke is fucking vanished. Yeah, that's fine. Charbonneau almost flipped the boat. Yeah, because he's an idiot. Till Cruzette threatened to shoot him if he didn't perform his tasks. Uh, May 25th, they entered the Missouri Breaks, which is a good movie with Marilyn Brando. Right, but uh, when Charbonneau almost flipped the boat, uh, you left out the part that, like, Zagagawea, actually shit got dumped overboard, and she helped fucking get it out of the water. Oh, was that that part? I think so. Oh. Well, unless he flipped the bolt multiple times, which is not unlikely, but yeah. but like, you know, in, in the journals, like, uh, I think it was like Clark was like, yeah, Charbonneau's the most timid waterman in history. Like, why the fuck do we have him on a boat? Fuck this guy. So, uh, Lewis uh, collects his first bighorn sheep there. Mm. May 26, Lewis climbed the banks and sighted the mountains for the first time with snow on them. Hark. Mountains. Yeah, that's probably uh, what about... Yeah, around there, you, what do you see first? Like bear paws? Mm, or, for the Missouri breaks? I don't know. Well, Missouri breaks is up Montana, like North Montana, out yeah. like circle and shit. You're uh, driving towards Glacier, basically, except yeah. for there is no Highway 2. So, <laughs> uh, But the urge to get to them was slowed by headwinds and bends in the river. For the most part, the boats were pulled and the elk skin ropes were rotting. Uh, they passed a point where buffalo had drawn in the ice and the wolves were feeding on the carcasses, or drown in the ice. Yeah, as you say, buffalo are drawing on the ice. Yep. We're making snow angels and shit. Uh, the wolves were so full that Lewis got close enough to kill one with an espatoon. Yeah, like I said, the, like, uh, that's what, there's a point where Lewis fucking, okay, espatoon is kind of like a spear, uh, but it has like a, kind of a cross member on it and shit. And he, he's depicted a lot carrying it. You can also use it as a rifle rest. And there's a point where uh, 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 he shoots a fucking grizzly bear. And, of course, as we've just seen, they're, they're 
trying to shoot every grizzly bear they see, and they often had to rain shots into him. But he did it by himself, and then all he had was his fucking... Espatoon. Espatoon, his fucking spear. He had to, like, kind of jump off a cliff into the water. What? And, like, you stand there with, like, a spear, and then the bear just decided it wasn't worth it. Espatoon. I think it's actually Espontoon. E-S-P-O-N-T. Yeah, Espontoon, yeah. Yeah. Either way, they named that creek Slaughter Creek. Oh, T-O-O-N. Yeah. Like oh, Spittoon. yeah, yeah. It's like old-timey yeah. thing. Yeah, it's like uh, it's, literally, it's literally a medieval fucking weapon. <laughs> a giant spear, and, and below, right below the fucking tip is a cross, cross guard. And that's what you lean your rifle on. Oh, Way to steady yeah, your shots because okay. you're using a, like a Kentucky rifle, which is about as long as I am tall. Okay, that's like Revolutionary War shit. Yeah, it's also like fucking and, Dark and, Age shit. And before that, but like it's the thing that I've like seen Revolutionary War guys like leaning on yeah. or like standing. Well, often you know, it was holding. used also like as a kind of a like a hey, look, we're doing ceremony, cool guy thing. But, sure, 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 sure. But like, yeah, they carried the one along because. Why not? Why the fuck not? Yeah, we got we got space for it. Fuck, yeah. we got space for a whole boat frame full of soup. And- <laughs> <laughs> so Lewis walked on shore and looked for elk because they needed lots of elk hides for that iron frame boat that they were going to build after the Great Falls. Build mm-hmm. an iron frame, and then well, kayak. then you then you <clears throat> squeeze out the elk and make alcohol. <laughs> yes. Ooh. Can you Continue. The, can you imagine the flavor of that? <laughs> I'd still drink it. Musky. Uh, they pass one more great river before the Great Falls. They name it the Milk River. Yep. Spell that? Milk. Like milk. milk. Like literally like milk, like a carton of milk. You guys both say it weird. Spell it. M-I-L-K. Oh, fucking, you guys are those guys. All right, that's fine. That We're from the same milk. place. That's a- Milk. Yeah, fuck you, Washington. It's not milk. It's, it's milk. It's fucking not milk. I milk. didn't say milk. I said you it, did. It, no, it's more M, like the way we pronounce M-E-L-K? it. M-E-L-K? Yes. Milk? It's more like M-Elk. Yeah, <laughs> but it's not milk. It's a milk. Let's go and fucking get, on the, get on the roof. Milk. How many animals have you milked? Yeah. It's a couple of cats. That's it. Okay. I have nibbles, Greg. Can you milk me? <laughs> Hi. I'm Bob Vila with my great-great-great-great-great-granduncle Poncho, and we've got a horse story for you. This episode will be a real equine makeover. Join us as we solve the issue of side fumbling by way of the duplex rabbit plane to the coop, withers, and fetlock. Also, sofa crunion motion of the beast will be controlled by something you may not expect, a shingle fro. Finally, we'll address the problem of cyanosoil deceneration by treating the ergot, pastern, and gaskin with adze. So join me, Bob Vila, on This Old Horse with my great-great-great-great-granduncle, Poncho, tomorrow at 8 a.m. Central, 7 a.m. Pacific, from Sequoia and Swagger. June 3rd, the river split into two equal parts. Uh, the Hadatsa said nothing of this, so they're lost. It's almost like rivers also do stuff like change course sometimes, but it, it's probably also they were lost because they were lost. Uh, the right branch was coming straight from the mountains. It's coming uh, right for us. Left, they tapped the Rockies? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Curious. 
The left fork from the southwest. Uh, the right fork was deeper, but the left's current was greater. The right fork was 200 yards wide, the left 372. But the right fork was brown and the left clear with a rocky bottom, like it came from the mountains. Mm, shocking. So the captain sent Sergeant Pryor up the right fork. Uh, he went 10 miles and said the river turned north. He sent Sergeant Glass on the left fork, and after six miles, it continued southwest. That's a long, I mean, like 10 and six miles each. Mm-hmm. And with that, and then came back. I'm going to go with like one of them was the Clark Fork, huh? Me? No. No. Oh, wait, we're too far east yet. Yeah. yeah. Lewis was to go up the right fork with a small party to scout. Clark the left. With a muscle shell and the powder? I, uh, what the fuck? Yeah, they walked through Prickly Pear because the banks are higher than the river. Mm-hmm. Lewis made 32 miles that day, made 30 the next day. There he decided the branch went too far north to, to suit their needs. Uh, he had the men build rafts to descend the river, but they ended up being too small and one man lost a rifle. So they hoofed it back again on the prickly pear. Dude, they're too small. Jump off the raft. Go pick up the fucking rifle. Yeah. Our (laughs) thoughts and prayers are with that man and his rifle. Well, it's not 30 feet fucking deep. You know, it's it's a crick. They're, you know, fuck. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Nobody can swim. Oh, that's right. Mm -hmm. And, of course, it rains all night, and the wet clay turned to snot, gumbo. Oh, Oh, that good old bent night. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Lewis and Private Windsor almost fell 90 feet down a bluff. Lewis had to talk Windsor up the bluff, telling him to take his knife and cut holds into the bank. Uh, They took to the bottoms after that. Uh, They shot six deer and had their first meal of the day. Okay. (laughs) It's two guys, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And they shot six deer. Well, that's enough for a meal. For for a meal? Yeah. Okay, good. Well, I mean, they are eating 30 pounds of meat or whatever the fuck you said last episode. Oh, it was like nine nine uh, nine hundred pounds or some shit. It was fucking crazy. No, just what they would consume every day. Oh, was each like, was nine pounds each. Yeah. God damn it! Yeah. Just think of the constipation. Just ooh, meat sweats. Eat a vegetable. Fucking, just don't eat nine pounds of anything in a day. I don't give a fuck if it's iceberg lettuce. Don't eat nine pounds of it. <laughs> uh, they named that river the Mariah's River oh, after oh, his cousin Mariah Wood. Oh, and we've talked about the like uh, blood on the rise. That's the uh, yep. the crow. Or wait, no, Blackfeet. Mm-hmm. Yep, there we go. Sorry, uh, apologies. They made it back. Clark was expecting them for two days, so they figured they follow the left fork to the southwest. So they picked the right one. Oh, good for them! Yeah. Accidentally, you know where the sun goes down. Walk in that direction because <laughs> that's the way you're headed. Next morning, June 9th, Lewis attempted to convince the men they were on the right course without success. I assure you, we're on the right course. I don't believe they are. All the men thought the right fork was the true fork route. Fork route. Sorry. That's words. Fork. You son of a biscuit-eating bulldog! What the French toast? Do you think I wouldn't find out about your little doo-doo head cootie queen? Who are you calling a cootie queen, you lint licker? This they weren't taking a vote on. Uh, if they took the Marias, they ended up in Glacier National Park and into the Columbia drainage, but the jumble of mountains much greater than what they had before. Yeah. And the rivers were more white watery and they couldn't float down those rivers. Pussies, they're not extreme. <laughs> they cached a lot of their heavy stuff at Marias Junction. 
I'm sure that was still back when they were there when they got back. Mm -hmm. Uh, Next day, Lewis would go overland to find the Great Falls with Drew Yard. Oh, we're still only there? Jesus Christ. Private Goodrich, Gibson, and Joseph Field. Lewis had about a dysentery shortly after leaving. He brought no medicines along. That means the shits. He improvised like his mom taught him. Like plug <laughs> Put your, a plug in it. I was going to say, plug your ass with a small stick. Here, use my butt plug, sweetie. Mm. <laughs> he had his men boil up some choke cherry twigs, and it helped. Okay. You just boil them up, and then you don't have it anymore? A plug yep. directly to the anus. <laughs> <laughs> Next day, they made it 27 miles. June 13th, they found the Great Falls, and Lewis was awed. Dude, they're like, what, like maybe 40 feet high? Well, you know, it's nothing you could take a boat. Well, that's through. true, but odd, like, these guys are from places where there's, like, proper waterfalls on occasion. Fucking Niagara Falls. Well, they're not from fucking New York. That shit, that was telling gone away. But, like, um, come on, in fucking Appalachia, there's got to be some fucking waterfalls bigger than that. Yeah, but not a whole huge river, though. Well, I guess. Not the one you want to take it. Whatever. Well, you're. But the point is, you're definitely not like just sailing past it. Right. They were like, "This is so beautiful that we want to put a like gift shop and a restaurant and a bridge and a like a boat rental place on it." It's almost like you've been there. (laughs) But it's it's a total of twelve miles long. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. It's not navigable by any stretch, but odd. Odd. Doesn't right. take much to awe these people. It's right. Oh, eighteen over. Next, <laughs> uh, he saw the biggest herd of buffalo there he ever saw. Holy fuck! Over seven buffalo. Well, no, this is at a time when they were still like over the most seven hundred buffalo. Uh, let's go with like over 70, seven million buffalo. Not quite like that, but probably like I'll go over seven thousand. Sick. Yeah, this is back before I don't know. We killed all the buffalo. So, <laughs> uh, so he shot one for dinner, but forgot to reload his rifle and forgot it was bigger than the grizzly bears that you had to pump like eighty-seven rounds into to kill. Yep, a grizzly <laughs> snuck up to him twenty steps what away. What the fuck? <laughs> Tag team action. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Seeing the bear, he aimed his rifle, but remembered it wasn't loaded. Oh. Shocking. So Lewis ran into the river and aimed his espatoon. Oh, that's the one I was thinking of. There we go. I didn't know there was a buffalo involved in this fucking fiasco. Yep. The bear became frightened and turned back. Yeah, yeah. Or just said, fuck it. Cool. He's scared scared enough. I'm out. I'm scared scared of this syphilitic fucking dude with a fucking spear. (laughs) I, I still love, like, every time we talk about Lewis and Clark, they just... Just running diarrhea down the back of their legs, just, swollen tongue, and just, like just, just everybody all the time. Mm-hmm. Like uh, going back to camp, he saw something that he first thought was a wolf, and then it was a bear again. He shot at it, but it disappeared in a burrow. He it, decided it, it was, was a badger, cat-like. What? It was probably a wolverine. Probably it was probably not because in that area I don't know that doesn't track it was probably a fucking badger who knows it was a black-footed ferret only on steroids 
He walked on and made it 300 yards, and then three Buffalo Bulls charged at him, but they stopped just out of the blue. And I, I love this shit where like fucking animals the size of vehicles are just appearing out of the. It's it's like a. It's like the spawning or the, um, you know, with your graphics card when it only draws shit right, at a certain it, distance. Yeah. So I'm, ooh, I'm trucking along, you know. Oh, fucking out of nowhere, three buffalo bulls. Dude, you could you could see them for like miles. Just don't go, don't get close <laughs> to that. Like, yeah. Stay uh, away. Like the AI on actual buffalo bulls apparently is just like a little too, you got to nerf that shit. Like they're, they're a little too. Well, aggressive. that's why they're all dead now. Like they're well, they're not all dead, but like well, that's, they're, that's they were mostly dead. That's why they were eradicated because, like, you know, I'm just saying, like, I mean, I'm whatever. <laughs> uh, Private Field returned and said Clark had made it to the portage. They decided to portage on the south side of the river. June 16th, the captains reunited, but Sakakawea was sick. She had been sick for a week. Uh-huh. Clark tried bleeding her, but that didn't work because it's not medicine. <laughs> He applied Weird. a poultice of Peruvian bark and laudanum to her pelvis without success. He put laudanum up her hoo-ha? She might have had pelvic inflammatory disease brought on by gonorrhea. Lewis gave her two dozen... Given to her by Dissant Charbonneau. Yeah, yeah two, two dozen barks and opium and some water from his sulfur springs. And she started to recover that day. Which is kind of amazing and fortunate, but... So very shit, surprising. Dude. Her body was like, no, 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 fuck off. I'm yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah. All right, I'll figure this yeah, shit yeah, out. Yeah. Just stop stop putting things in me and taking things out of me. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to walk this shit off. My like, white blood cells will figure this well, out. Well, and also, we got to remember, she's still carrying an infant this entire time. Mm-hmm. Okay, so. On her back. This woman is hard as fuck. Yeah, fucking A, man. Yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, they camp at a bunch of cottonwoods. They mm-hmm. cut them down and start to make wheels. They need elk skins for their iron frame boat, too, but there was no elk around. Lewis sent Oh, fear. shit. Okay. Yeah, the- you only got attacked by three buffalo. Why do you need elk skins? You got They buffalo. wanted elk skins for some reason. Just fucking... Well, you said elk skins for the for the iron frame boat. It's going to be like... And I forgot that the, the boat frame was made out of iron. Um, so I was like, how do you turn elk skin into iron? No, you make a kayak. You're, my you're, brain, you're, basically, my brain you're basically making a steampunk kayak. But why elk? Like, there's buffalo. Like, literally, just got attacked by three fucking buffalo. Go get the rest of the guys. Go kill the three buffalo skins. Bigger skins than elk skins. What the fuck? I'm not the guy you should be asking that question. Well, the guy that I should be asking the question to has been dead for hundreds of years. <laughs> so Lewis uh, sent Field and Shannon to find some. The portage began June 22nd. We need three million jackrabbits, and then we can do the boat. <laughs> It would be 17 miles, and prickly pears were a problem, too. Axles broke, the ones they built out of the cottonwood trees. Cottonwood trees, which yep. are notoriously good lumber. Like, everybody mm-hmm. loves building stuff out of cottonwood. doesn't split or splinter or any of that shit. Over the next 12 days, Lewis supervised the building of the iron-framed boat with animal skin cover. Oh, now, see, they... Then so they now they finally relented and started using some buffalo... And while I love like animal skin, like I'm picturing like red fox here, coyote here, buffalo here, rattlesnake here, like you know, just, just kind of. It's like a quilt. It's like, like a, a calico cat boat, you know, <laughs> right. like yeah. It's an animal skin quilt. So they had 28 elk skins and four buffalo. 
They tried to burn wood to make pitch, but it didn't work because there's no pine trees there, just mm. cottonwoods. Yep, they're not renowned for the amount of sap they have in them. Uh, Lewis was getting mad. There was a bear that uh, came around camp at night. Hey, boo-boo. Lewis was bent on getting rid of the bear. Uh, July 1st, they set on to kill as many bears as possible. As if they hadn't been already killing as many bears as possible this entire time. Uh, they found one and shot it at 20 feet, so they were happy. And then Lewis also finds a pack rat when he came back to camp, which was unknown to science at the time. Oh, pack rats are fun. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I've, I think I've did this story before about the one that stole all our silverware out of the deer cabin. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yep. For uh, people that haven't heard that one, I'm not going to beat a dead horse. Go find it in some earlier episodes. You're not going to beat a dead horse? Well... We've only done three episodes today, and I'm getting tired, so. (laughs) July 3rd, the boat was near completion, but Lewis's experiments with pitch were useless. July 4th was a working day for the Corps. The captains gave the men a gill of whiskey. Mm. That was the last of the stock. They danced until 9 p.m. when the rain put it to an end. So that's the last of their booze. No. Yeah. Just DTs for days and days. Mm-hmm. Trying to chop yeah. this fucking tree down, <laughs> but I fucking can't stop shaking, man. July 5th, Lewis made a charcoal beeswax buffalo tallow mix to seal the boat. Yeah, that makes kind of oh, sense. One more time, a charcoal... Beeswax Buffalo Tallow. Beeswax Buffalo Tallow. Okay. The new charcoal beeswax buffalo sandwich from Burger King. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking more like the the like uh, Flex Seal. Well, it's kind of what it is. Okay, so I've talked before about like uh, you crush up charcoal, mm-hmm. and if you have actual pine trees and you get pine pitch, you boil pine pitch, you add charcoal, it makes pretty much like resin, like yeah. tough resin. If you add fat to it, it makes flexible resin. So it is a lot like that. Oh, okay. So it is. So he's using beeswax. So instead of uh, like the, uh, the the fucking pine tar. Oh, pine tar. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So they brought this frame all the way from Harper's Ferry. So they're determined to use it. God damn it! I paid for it. It's going in the water. <laughs> this is happening. <laughs> yeah. Uh, taking another two weeks to build it. It floated. <laughs> For seconds. They're getting ready to leave, and the wind picked up, and it was late in the evening. Um, They saw the storm pass, and Lewis saw the boat had separated its seams. Mm, Lewis was mortified. If he would have kept the hair on and used buffalo hides, it might have (sighs) worked. Lewis abandoned the idea without the frame boat. They needed more canoes to carry stuff. So they selected some big cottonwoods and made him into canoes. Yep. Okay, real quick. <laughs> they drug this fucking boat frame yep. across half of the continental United States. Yes. More than half. Slapped it together with fucking animal hides. Just the entire petting zoo. Stuck like. it in the water and then said, we christened you the SS. Oh, fuck, it sank. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Kind of. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, a storm happened, and then, like, they didn't stitch it together right, and they used, like, bullshit hides. Well, that's, why, that's why I was bitching about the elk hides. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, oh, we're surrounded by animals that it will, 100 years later, be made into industrial machine belting. Oh, no, I, I need some thinner 
smaller hides, not the toughest fucking hide on the planet. <laughs> you know, fuck. Uh, but then, then also, let's build some canoes out of cottonwood. So, <laughs> you know, so out here, like, you know, we're in the Pacific Northwest. You cut down like a dug fur. And like even you take your ads is and you do the burn thing and like like cotton wood isn't that good of wood for building stuff with like you know why the our, our our majestic ass old growth trees out here made good canoes yeah cotton wood not not ideal uh, so now they're making boats out of the cotton woods yeah took yeah. five days to hollow them out no shit one tree was twenty five <laughs> foot the other was thirty three and three foot wide. Just damn, that's fucking huge. And it had been a month since they discovered the Great Falls. So July 15th, they're underway, though, so it takes them a month to go 12 miles. Well, yeah, because they built 4,000-pound boats that are the size of a, like, the old danger boat we used to have, you know. Yeah. Uh, The captains were anxious to find the Shoshone. Yeah, because they happen to have a Shoshone with them that might be able to Yeah, and they have some horses. Uh, Clark took a party ahead uh, by land to try to find him, leaving July 19th, uh, making its way into a canyon. That's the gates of the mountains there by Helena. July 22nd, they enter a stretch of river that's Kakawea recognized, and the three forks weren't far ahead. Oh, yeah. And Clark's feet were torn apart by a prickly pear, and he had to rest a day and wait for Lewis with the boats. There you go. But Clark insisted on walking overland to find the Shoshone despite his bloody feet. July 27th, Lewis found the river going southeast. Uh, Basically, the men were at their breaking point. Well, yeah, weren't they kind of like doing a bit of starving at this point as well? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then they found the Three Forks. Clark left a note there. uh, Lewis named them Gallatin Madison Jefferson after the Secretary of Treasury and the Secretary of State. Well, what's the significance of the Three Forks? That's where it forks. Yeah. (laughs) But basically, they're on the right route since they know. Yeah. The Jefferson was the one Clark told them to take, so they headed southwest. At 3 p.m., Clark came into camp, sick with a fever. Lewis suggested he take a dozen thunderclappers, because that was the cure for everything. Oh, God damn it. A dozen? Yep. A dozen. As the cure for everything, man. Fulminated mercury and what? Mm-hmm. Molasses. Well, like, I can't remember the exact Yeah, it's molasses and mercury. Well, fulminated mercury. It's not yeah. like thermometer mercury. It's, right. you know, it's still, still not good for you. And a dozen seems like a lot. Because I, <laughs> I picture they're about the size of like a whopper. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's the, the pill that fucking uh, uh, yeah, dude, dude gets pills. in the fucking. Yeah. Well, I, I imagine like, uh, what's his name? Uh, in the Princess Bride, where like they give him that, they we coat it with chocolate to make it down, go down smoother. That's a miracle pill. Chocolate coating makes it go down easier, but you have to wait 15 minutes for full potency, and you shouldn't go in swimming after for at least what? An, an hour. Yeah, an a hour. good hour. Yeah. Thank you for everything. Okay. August 7th, they had one of the canoes, not needing it anymore because they're. The Walking. Th- by the three forks, they're pretty shallow. Yeah, right it's then. not super big rivers. Nope. Uh, Shannon went out hunting when it was overdue. And we killed 15 more, actually shot 15 more grizzly bears, which all chased him back into camp, and they were unable to kill. Uh, Clark's feet felt better, but he had a tumor on his ankle. Oh, good. Well, 
<laughs> There's that. Uh, everyone was exhausted. Then Sakakawea saw a point she recognized as Beaverhead, close to where her people would summer. This is back when she was, because she was taken when she was probably like, 12. Uh, yeah, I thought 10, but yeah. Something like that. And when you say Beaverhead, like all I'm thinking about is like the bull's head. So it's, I'm imagining a bar. With a beaver on the side with a giant cock fucking hanging down. Beaverheads, like, that's down as far as my reckoning, like, um, uh, southwest of Missoula ways. Like, uh, when I stayed in, uh, like, Hamilton, Montana, probably pretty close to there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Clark wanted to leave an overland party to get to it, but he can walk. August 9th, Shannon came in. Lewis set out shortly after, two days of walking, and Lewis saw something. Through his telescope, saw a Shoshone on a horse riding towards him. Holy fuck. The Indian stopped a mile from Lewis. He waved his blanket as a sign of peace, but the Shoshone wouldn't come any closer. Lewis walked forward, but the Indian turned around at 100 yards and dashed into the willows on his fuck horse. Fuck all this shit. I'm out. <laughs> nah, not today. <laughs> I got shit to do, man. <laughs> uh, Lewis blamed the other men for not stopping and scaring him off. Mm. They followed his tracks, but it started to rain and yeah. wiped out the tracks. Definitely when somebody runs away from you, show your peaceful intent by tracking him with a group of armed men. <laughs> uh, they stopped and made camp. Next morning, they climbed a pass and looked into Idaho. Oh, shit. Which meant more mountains and no Columbia River. Yeah, and also Idaho. And if you want to know anything <laughs> about Idaho, go back. We have a whole episode. We have two episodes about Idaho. Yes. About how fucked it is. Uh, August 13th, they followed an Indian trail. At nine miles, Lewis found two Indian women, a man and some dogs. The women ran off. The man remained till he was within 100 yards and then took off. So they're getting closer. Yeah, just making friends, like how to make friends and influence people by riding up on them with, like, well, not riding at this point, like walking up on them, like, armed to the fucking teeth and looking weird, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. They kept going. After another mile, they saw three Indian women, one old, one a teen, and one about 12. The teen fled, but the old woman was too old to move. She sat with her head down like she was resigned to death. Because that maybe was what she was expecting. Yeah. Lewis well, approached and took her, took the old woman by the hand. Well, that's nice. Took her by, took her by the hand, hand and, and then killed her. No, no. Oh, understand. oh. Lewis rolled up his sleeve and showed his white skin and gave her a bunch of presents. I couldn't tell by your face. Hey, baby. Check out my white skin. Here's Check some, this here's, some skin here's some presents. Sick. Here's some white yeah. skin. I fucking, you get presents. So man. do you have any food or horses? <laughs> like, also, I need some shit from you. Yeah. Uh, it was enough to calm her down, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Juilliard signed to the, and asked the teen to come back and not to alarm the main camp. They led Lewis and the party to their camp. After two miles, they came to the camp. Uh, Sixty mounted warriors greeted them. Lewis laid down his rifle and approached. Yeah, I heard you're fucking uh, chasing our women and kids around the fucking woods here. Like, uh, w what's your business, asshole? Like, I don't know, just looking around and stuff. Uh, yeah, 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 fuck yeah. off. 
You know, can you fuck off? Just trying to explore. Yeah, yeah. Fuck off. Uncharted lands. Fuck off. And places where people, you know, don't live yet. What the fuck? Uh, the chief advanced and said, Ahi e, meaning I am much pleased. Oh. Okay. Lewis brought out his pipe and sat. Uh, the Shoshone the same and passed the pipe. That's a good way to. Yep. Yep. The chief's name was Kamiya Watt. Uh, Lewis explained they're on a friendly mission, gave them an American flag. Then they took them to their camp on the Lemhi River. Also, you live here now. That's seven miles north of today's Tendoy, Idaho. We're here to welcome you to America. Uh, yeah. <laughs> welcome. Also, you got anything to eat? <laughs> we are about to die. By this time, it is growing dark. Uh, Lewis explained that they were hungry. I think uh, she, at this point they'd have been eating uh, tallow candles. Probably. Yeah. Mm, love those Yankee candles. Uh, the Shoshone had only service <laughs> berries to eat. Which, service berries is basically June berries, which those are kind of delicious, but you're not going to fucking... I mean, they'll make a turd, but you ain't going to fucking win the Super Bowl on them, you know? <laughs> uh, through Juilliard sign, they found out that the Lemhi went for half days march north. And joined with the Salmon River, but it was too rapid for boats. And Lewis knew that there was no direct water route to the Pacific. Wah, wah, wah. But the Shoshone had plenty of horses. Yep. Uh, that night they danced and gave them some salmon. That's their first taste of the Pacific. Well, also, okay, why why did the Shoshone give them some horses? And also, that, that chief, who did he happen to be? Oh, we were getting to that. Oh, fuck. Well. Now you spoiled it. I didn't. <laughs> well, let's end on that. Yeah. Go ahead. Well, no, we're not going to spoil it. We're going to save that for next time. Oh, yes, we are. Yeah, see, cliff, oh, we are? cliffhanger. Tony said cliffhanger. That's just, a cliffhanger. I just delivered a cliffhanger. I don't know if you saw it, <laughs> but I did. I saw it come out of your podcasting yeah. vagina. You delivered a beautiful baby cliffhanger. Nine, nine pounds, six ounces. Yeah. Fucking, all right. So on that note, uh, uh, we're going to... Fuck, this is going to take like 20 episodes. We're going to be here for a while. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, for the rapid fire ones, we're, we're done for today. Like for all of you, I uh, apologize because we started out completely sober and then we've recorded three in a row and it's getting late and... It is getting late. And getting... Uh, and I'm out of beer. Yeah, and I have to piss so fucking bad I can taste it. Ooh, lovely. Like, my teeth are fucking floating, dude. Just piss out your mouth. Yeah, I'm pissing your bongo drum over there. Not your bongo drum. Anyway, doesn't matter. Uh, thanks, y'all, for listening. Uh, tune in next time, and we'll see who the who the guy is and why the horses happen. And then... Uh, but before that, we're going to go on a hail of... Gunfire, that's not happening yet, but there we soon go. to be. Yeah. Add it in post.